I'm Leanne. And I'm Michelle. Together we are Leanne and Michelle. It's your little one. Yes. Welcome to our podcast. Leanne and Michelle think they're funny. Look, we don't know much, but we know you're about to laugh a lot. Thanks for listening. We hope you think we're funny too. Because we're funny, right? Well, my mom thinks we're funny. I was under the assumption. There is nothing louder than drinking a LaCroix into a microphone. And I just learned that the hard way. Listen. Like that's so loud. You know what I've realized about you today for the first time in our years of friendship? What? You have a thing oh, I'm nervous. for noise and mouths. Like earlier I had a banana and mm-hmm. you were like, you better not smack that banana. I did. I did say that. I just, I just know some smackers and I live in constant fear that I'm smacking and not realizing it. Slurp it, girl. Slurp I'm going to drink this LaCroix. You do the intro. I'll drink LaCroix. All right. And by the way, I did not smack my banana. Thank you very much. Not a smacker. My husband is one of these guys. He's an er. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Well, friends, welcome back to the Leanna and Michelle Think They're Funny podcast. And that's our episode for the day, wasn't and it, Michelle? That was so fun. It Don't was smack that's your food. a wrap. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm Leanne. I'm Michelle. Together we are Leanne, Leanne and, and Michelle. Michelle. Guys, welcome back to our podcast. We're happy you're said here. That, but we're going to welcome you again. Yeah, two we're welcomes. Gonna keep welcoming you. We're going to keep sipping LaCroix and welcoming you. Yes, we are. We are. Okay, so in this episode, we we're are... going to we're going to talk about something that really gets my engine going. Yes, and it does not get my engine going. It makes me want to take a nap. So, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to curl up in a corner here and let you go. <laughs> that um, that topic is, of course, cleaning the house. Yes, we're titling this this particular podcast, Leanna Michelle. Oh, hello, Leanna Michelle thinks they know cleaning house. Yeah, we think we know about cleaning house. Well, Leanne thinks she knows about cleaning house. Don't come to my house. We're 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 going to get into that. Mm. We're going to get into why I think you're you're better at this than you think you are. Oh, okay. I'm I'm all here for it. Okay, so Leanne, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll see Leanne. Um, has a very clean and orderly home. Um, my house is not like crawling with cockroaches or anything, but I would say I, I tend towards a little bit more of the uh, cluttered. So, well, I would not describe your house as cluttered. Cl- cluttered, truly, you know what a cluttered well, home Well, I mean, looks compared like. to your house. Compared to my house. Compared to her house, anything is cluttered. Almost, That's, that is true. Um, so describe this to me. 10 is like an episode of Hoarders. Uh-huh. Unlivable. Yes. The city's coming to shut you down. Right. There are cats, but we don't know how many. Mm. There's bodies under the rubble. How mm. long can I go with this? Mm-hmm. And one is like, you live in a room with a bean bag and a mm. mini fridge. Okay. Where, where do you ascribe? Is that the right? Is that the verb I want? Where would you where would you assign your clutter threshold level of comfort? Like, where do you like to live? Oh, well, I would love to live at a two or three but oh. I don't feel like that's conducive to life but I do feel like when there's less clutter it's your mind is clear and you can focus better and you just feel better but but I think the more reasonable would be more towards a six range a six is where you live now and you're happy at a six I think I'm happy at it I think I could probably take it a notch down and I have in the last really couple of years since we've known each other you your your methods have inspired me and I have definitely gotten had a lot more trips to go goodwill in the last two years for sure and felt very good about it what are my methods like i must know 
What are your methods? Because I don't have a method that I'm aware of. I just know what I do, but like I would never describe it as a method. So like, tell Okay, tell so me. the trash bag method. That okay. Every once in a while you go around your house with the trash bag and I you do. just kind of pull things that haven't been used in a while or things that you don't think, I don't know, go with the aesthetic. And what Sorry. are you doing to my You've head? You've got a real weird bang hair and we're recording that people are watching you on YouTube. I literally just noticed it now. There is one hair that has a mind of its own. That's better. That fixed it. What you did for those of you not watching, is that you pulled my earphones, the head part, down over my bangs. But it, <laughs> but it fixed it. Fixed it. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> it was just one, for those of you who can't see, it was just one rogue alfalfa hair sticking up in the middle of her bangs, mm. and I just now noticed it. Thank you, friend. Anyway, she just um, got rid of my bang that she didn't like. So this is just a perfect example of how you <laughs> declutter. She saw a hair she did not like, and she got rid of it. You see something in your house you don't like, you get rid of it. And I have to say, I have done that. Like I notice mm-hmm. more things that my kids have outgrown, and mm-hmm. I get rid of them when they're not looking. Yeah, Shoes that I don't wear that often, although you do have more shoes than one would expect. Do I? Yes. Do you know how many pairs of shoes I own? Because I know how many pairs of shoes I own. 36. No, way less than that. It seems like more than that. I have 24 pairs of shoes. I do not know how many pairs of shoes I have. So that's a lot of shoes. That's not a minimalist shoe closet, but it's also not a hundred shoes. Right. It's, it's a reasonable amount of shoes. Yes. Um, and yeah, so I just noticed, noticing I definitely have um, trimmed down my closet mm-hmm. a lot more. Um, our friend Jen Lloyd has helped with that too. Yes. She's a stylist and she's helped me realize that there are certain colors and styles that I don't need in my life. So I got rid of them. But anyway. So you're now living at a six. I think I'm living at, what would you say? There are no cats in my house. Just there are no cats in your house. There's a bulldog and a tortoise. And a fish. I, 10 is the most cluttered. I don't know. You, I think you're inching closer to that five. Oh, I think you're, goals. I think you're just nudging your but way But where there. are you? So <laughs> I don't know, but I, the, I would think somewhere between like a three and a four is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Cause I have stuff. Like we still have stuff. I have 24 pairs of shoes. Yeah. I know how many pairs of shoes I have. I've chosen each of them. Mm-hmm. I don't buy more shoes now. So now my shoes are one in one out roll. Mm-hmm. If I bring a pair in, a pair has to go. Um, Rosalind has like eight princess dresses. Like I don't consider that a minimalist category of my life. So I have areas where I'm like, you know what? This particular thing for this season, I'm comfortable with owning a little bit more of that. But you've seen my kitchen. There's like a pot and like, Mm -hmm. I still have like the old fashioned hand mixer. Like I don't have the stand mixer or anything. It takes up a lot of room on the counter. It does, because I I value clear counters so much that I just don't want it up there. That is one way that you have definitely inspired me. I didn't realize how cluttered my counters were in my kitchen until I saw Mm. your counters that had nothing on them. Spartan. And it's nice though. It kind of just gives you more space. So I've definitely, but it's hard. Like I have to have a cold cupboard for appliances now that I just pull out every day, like my toaster, my steamer, and but I put them away, and it, I like having that empty space. It it is hard until it's not. It's like like any muscle memory thing. Now you just do it reflexively. You take it out, you put it away without thinking about it. You know, um, so clean counters is a big one. So yeah, I would say I'm I'm between I'm between a three and a four overall in my life. I'd say you're more of a solid three. That's very kind. That's what I aspire. Okay, to. so here's the question, and or maybe I don't know if this is a question observation that I would like to hear your input on. Go. You are a homeschooling mom. You spend a lot of time in your home. Yes, I do. You are busy. You're running a business. Your husband's running a business. You own a business together, and you're homeschooling, and you have a toddler. That's a lot. Uh, do you think in that situation it's easier or harder to keep a clean house? 
um, harder because we're home so much. The space is utilized and touched so much. But Jack is eight. Rosalind is six. So they are of the age now where they can participate in home rhythms, and they do. Like uh, before homeschool, if there are hot zones that need to be addressed, we always do that so that I can start the day with a clear head. So I just sort of refuse to do it on my own. I don't want them to be 18 and all of a sudden realize they don't know how to do their laundry. They don't know how to make a bed, Mm -hmm. put clean sheets on a bed. I I want them to be able to do these things. Um, So we make that a part of our homeschool rhythm. Like I would say between 8.30 and 9 is like our tidy up time. 9 o'clock we're starting school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm worried I was curious about that because I feel like for a a family that spends so much time in their home it would be easier to have more stuff there to entertain the kids and entertain you but you are so minimalist Mm -hmm. it's very limited everything has a purpose Mm -hmm. and me who my kids go to a physical school building and we don't arguably they don't spend as much time in our home have Mm -hmm. way more stuff I think you have done a much better this is what I was talking about before you've done a really good job with your toy room Mm. Look at your closets Still a problem, in the toy room. Yeah. No, every time I go in there, I'm like, wow, she has really downsized this. I mean, what lives in that closet now? There's like three or four bins mm-hmm. with toys in them mm-hmm. and a couple of sentimental things. I feel like there's not that much stuff in there anymore. Seriously. Yeah, true. That's true. I have, I have definitely pared that down, but I still feel... And my issue is... I, I come from, I work outside the home, um, obviously running Leanne and Michelle, but also I teach adjunct teaching. So I'm out of the house at least two, two days a week, sometimes four days a week doing that. How much do you love saying that you're an adjunct professor? I'm an adjunct. I'm not a professor. I'm, a, I'm not a professor. I'm an adjunct instructor. Thank you very much. Can you much. just say you're an adjunct professor though? Sure. Why not? No one's going to police that. No one's going to fact check. You can call me professor. Fake it, news. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, and you know, I, I feel like the clutter thing is a grace that I give myself. Mm -hmm. There are times when I have the energy to get it done, but I know you, why my impression of you is that you don't go to bed with things not picked up. Like you need to go to, you can't go to sleep. False. (gasps) Oh, okay. Well, I certainly can't. And I know that there are some people who can't go to bed without doing the dishes, but I will give myself grace and just leave it. Yes. And get my rest it really depends on the day in an ideal situation no I'm not going to bed with dishes in the sink but I've realized that I have to preserve my energy at this stage of life I have to and so if it's a choice between getting to bed on time or waking up to a clean kitchen bed is going to win right now bed Mm -hmm. is going to win Mm -hmm. seriously no shame. Wow. I, I did not know how passionate you mm-hmm. were about that. Girlfriend loves to go to bed. Sleep is so significant, you guys. Like, we should do a whole episode on we sleep. We should. We should. Yeah, we should save, the, save that for a sleep episode. Yes, I do have opinions on sleeping mattresses and all that stuff. Uh, okay, well, so it's interesting. So let's talk about real quick about, you know, do you have, I know some people have like Mondays they do this, Tuesdays they do bathrooms, Wednesdays they do deep cleaning of their ovens. I don't know. Do you mm-hmm. have a system like that that you do? Kind of loosely, like Saturday's always sheets day. There's something about like a weekend sheet reset that just feels so good. Mm-hmm. And Sunday is just my get every, make sure everything is in its place. Um, everything's put away where I need it for the homeschool week, just like a full reset of making sure everything is back at home. But I will tell you, my favorite system I have going on right now is called the bucket system. Did mm. I tell you about the bucket system? No, but you really pronounce the B on that bucket. Bucket system. Bucket. It's fun to pop. You can't. You don't pop bees. What do you do with bees? You burst your bee. Burst your bee. You 
bounce your bee. There you go. You bounce your bee. Um, I love this system. So we have in our home, there's like a wing of the house with the three bedrooms she that kind of belong. She has an entire wing in it's her house. There's multiple wings. The east wing. <laughs> the west wing is just me and Matt's room, which is, I love this about our new home. Is It's really just our room, which is fabulous. And then on the other side of the house, and there's like the main living area, and the other side of the house are, the, the, it's the kids' section there's the homeschool room and the kids bedrooms all next to each other it's perfect so sometimes I don't want to like put everything away that's made its way into the body of the house so I have one really stylish wicker basket and I'll just stick it all in the bucket and the kids know if it winds up in the bucket that's a problem does it have a limited time in the bucket before it goes to like bucket heaven there's no no that's that's next level ruthless like i'm not there yet any grandmate would 100 do that although i would respect any mom who did that um no once it's in the bucket i'm going to at some point stick it in the hallway and they will have 10 minutes to clear everything out into the rooms where it belongs what happens after 10 minutes what's the consequence theoretically it's mine Ah. I mean, it's never come to that because I, all I had to say to them was at the end of 10 minutes, whatever's left in this bucket, I assume it doesn't mean anything to you. Now, I'm not talking about an, an amount of things that they could not put away in 10 minutes. And if they were still in the middle of putting it away, I'm not gonna be like, that's my Barbie now, kid. Like, Life's unfair. Well, I'm going to argue that they have seen you with your garbage bag go around the house enough times that you implied that's what would happen if things stay at the bottom of the bucket. They see me with that bag in my hand. I inspire holy terror. So do I. A righteous fear. So I have to tell you, in my house, Go. every other Monday, we have a cleaner that comes. Uh-huh. And the cleaner does not tidy my house. The cleaner cleans my house. And she has texted me on multiple occasions early on in our relationship where she would remind me, you're not paying me to tidy your house. You're paying me to clean. So get that stuff out of the way so I can scrub your floors. I'm sorry, wait, back up. Mm. Your cleaning lady scolded you? My cleaning lady, Hilda, 100% scolded me and has scolded me on more than one occasion. This is my new favorite story. Yeah. So now, we're much better now. She hasn't done that in a while. Oh, that's nice. Because we got got our act together. But my kids know, and my husband know, that the night before she comes, Mm -hmm. it is Mama Hurricane coming through the house, making sure everything's clean and put away. Well, she came on a recent Monday and we had picked up the whole house and the kids, the kids know the standard now. They're, yeah, yeah. they're almost eight and nine and there are ages where they, you know, know. And so they had cleaned their rooms and stripped their beds and all that. And my daughter looked me <laughs> straight in my eyeballs. I like how you said the word daughter. Go on. With her eyeballs into my eyeballs and said that she had gotten her room Hilda ready. Everyone knows the Hilda standard. Okay. And she'd said that she did it and I trusted her. And I kind of glanced at her room and it looked like she'd done that. And okay. then Jason took the kids to grandma and grandpa's house to go swimming. And I actually had to stay home um, to get some work done. Okay. Where the cleaners were there. Locked myself in the office. Hilda ready. Hilda ready. Um, so Hilda's about 20 minutes out. And so I just kind of decided to do one more walk through the house. Mm-hmm. Walk into Camille's room. It was not ready. There was trash in the dollhouse that she has. There was human dirty clothes, not doll clothes, but human dirty clothes that she clearly just kind of tossed in wherever direction not even close to her dirty clothes bin open up her dirty clothes bin speaking of and there was a pile of folded clean clothes that she had just scooped up and stuck in there into the dirty laundry into the dirty laundry that is my number one pet peeve yes (laughs) there was balled up trash there was sticker residue it's not right open up the closet it's not right all the things she was supposed to hang up 
were like stuffed in like the bins for her toys. And there was an old purse of mine that I let her play with stuffed with clean clothes. That was, I saw red, Leanne. I saw red. Mm. So mad. I, oh, and also she had this little tea set that my mother-in-law sent her, um, that was, and she knows she's not supposed to have water and that she's supposed to pretend. Right. It's for show. Yes. And then she had filled it with water. There's water spilled. I was just livid. So in the 20 minutes before Hilda came in, it actually took me longer and Hilda was laughing at me because I was on a rampage. Um, I took everything out of her room. So when you say everything, mm-hmm. her bed? Like, no, no. I, I, the only things left in her room after my rampage were books and pajamas and school uniforms. So what did she say when she came home? Well, like, play this out for me. First of all, I texted my husband and I said that I was so mad and he needed to give her a heads up that this was happening. And also, I took about half the stuff and I stuck it in the garage, which is the pre-Goodwill zone. So she knows. Mm-hmm. And then other stuff that was either sentimental or clothes that still fit her, I stuck it in my closet. Like, we have a storage area. I stuck mm-hmm. in there and she got her back. She came home and she was completely reticent, um, apologetic. She knows. But you know Mm -hmm. what? That was about two weeks ago. She hasn't earned anything back. She hasn't asked for anything back. So what is she wearing? Her uniform every day? Well, when she, I did notice (laughs) when she comes home from school, she usually would change into play clothes and she doesn't. She just stays in her school uniform until it's bedtime. And I just realized it's probably because she doesn't have any play clothes. Precious child. Oh my gosh, that is so anyway, funny. So I, you know, that is that is to me black and white. But you know what? The the interesting um, social observance that comes from that is she. I think she's happier not having less stuff in her room. Yeah, it sounds like it. She didn't ask for any of it. Yeah. That's and that's really the takeaway from this episode. I am no stranger to the goodwill. I've given away bags and bags and bags mm. and bags and bags and bags and bags. I would ha- I would struggle to recall five of the things in those bags. Now I could do it, but. I don't miss one of them. Mm -mm. That's the truth. Nope. Nope. Let it go. Let it go. All right, friends. Well, let it go. And uh, we'd love to hear your cleaning situations. Do you have a solution or a thing that works for you? Uh, Make sure you let us know. Either um, probably on Instagram would be the best. Yeah. That's where we like to party. Uh, Hello, everyone. My name is Tabitha. And my name is Trinity. And, of course, we are the hosts of a very popular podcast, The Way, The Tea, and The Life. Mm-hmm. And we're also the director of women's ministries over at The Light, Sprinkles of Life, water, Streams of Living, River, Water of stream, Russian Rivers, uh, Church. Church. And, uh, and we have been in those positions serving joyfully for 25 years. Isn't that right, sister? Yeah, it sure is. It's our uh, silver anniversary this year, actually. So I'm hoping to get some silver. I, I I don't have my heart set on earthly things, um, so I'm not hoping for anything. Not no recognition. Well, I feel very convicted right yeah. now. That's all right. Let let the Holy Spirit just kind of let that settle on your heart for a moment. Mm-hmm. Speaking of conviction, uh, Trinity and I we have a very special. Uh, would you call it a gift in or an ability? I think it's a spiritual gift. It's the ability to see into your soul and your spirit and let you know whether or not something you're doing is a sin. Some people call it judgment. Mm-hmm. That's not what. That's not what I think it is. No, I agree with you 100% on that. I think that it is a, a spiritual gifting. And so today we decided, you know, Leanne and Michelle have so many followers, most of them sinners. And uh, we've decided to choose one at random. And we're just going to go through her Instagram profile for just a moment mm. and point out some of the sins that we found lurking in her life. So why don't you say her name and her handle for us? Michelle? Okay, well, her Trinity. Name. 
Wow. That was okay. a, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't had my tea yet. Okay. Well, uh, her name is Mackenzie Copa. Okay. It's a it's a Mackenzie and the M and the K are capitalized. Mm-hmm. Mac Kenzie Copa. Double P. Her tagline says life is messy. Live well anyway. I'm going to disagree with you right off the jump. Right mm-hmm. there, Mackenzie. Life doesn't have to be messy. Ma Ingalls didn't have a Dyson vacuum, and she kept that house real tidy, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Not a crumb in sight. That's right. Yeah. And also, she uh, she also hosts a podcast, and she's a voice actor oh and speaker. Oh, dear. And, um, you know, what I want to know is why is your voice acting? And how is it acting? Is it acting holy or no? Well, and actors are deceivers by trade. I mean, I think we can all agree that acting as a profession is a sin. Mm. So well, you're pretending to be somebody you're not, which is clearly not biblical. So I'm going to just quickly, I'm going to start. I'm scrolling down just past her nine square, which is a phrase my nephew taught me. I'm, I'm sad that I know it. Mm. I see an adorable little girl in a oh, pink yes. jacket with a labradoodle. Now, oh. I have to. I have to stop here. You do have to stop right there. A Labradoodle is a designer dog mm-hmm. created by in Satan. a lab, pun intended. Thank you. Yes, by Satan. It is the work of Satan via scientists. Designer dogs are not part of intended creation. They if, are not. if the Lord wanted your cockerpoos and your golden doodles and your puggles, he would have had them in the blessed garden, wouldn't he? They would have been on the ark. That's right. They would have been on the ark. Thank you so much. Uh, and so I see a labradoodle and immediately I think, oh, okay, well, someone thinks they know better than the Almighty. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a poodle, a very intelligent and beautiful dog, and I'm going to mash it up with a Labrador, a very cute and active dog. And we're going to see what happens. I'm going to play with nature. I'm going to play with creation. And I'm going to play God is what you're saying when you buy one of those dogs. I'm scrolling down to yet another picture here taken August 20th of a teenager with a sandcastle. And all I see when I look at this sandcastle, I mean, it's quite big. Mm. It's quite elaborate. It's quite big. And what I see is the Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. Why must you try to make a tower to heaven? And also, isn't there a scripture, Tabitha, that talks about building your house on sand? Oh, my goodness. And there how is. wrong that is. I think we may have time for just one more. Would you like to choose the last one? I, I, I trust you. I, I sure would. I'm going to scroll down here. There's so many pictures of Mackenzie. It's, it's, can we just talk about that? Actually, A lot of selfies. Pulling one. There's just so many images of her. It's like, my name is Mackenzie. My handle is Mackenzie. So I'm just going to put my face on here every image or so it's as if it's her profile it's, or something it's as I if mean. she owns this you know and you know what Mackenzie God owns it mm-hmm. right? Instagram is the Lord's and everything in it yep yep I do I so Mackenzie we're gonna ask you to check your heart um, that's right your podcast is called live well anyway mm-hmm. which is that word in this very sinful um, you don't want to live well anyway we uh we just live. That's right. Live abundantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I definitely, uh, definitely am just seeing that your profile's riddled with sin. If you have any more questions, Mackenzie, about how to get your heart straight, you feel free to reach out to us, yes. okay? Yes. And if any other Leanna Michelle followers are listening and you would like us to take a deep dive into your Instagram, please just let them know and we'd be happy to um, evaluate it. That's right. Thanks so much for listening. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode, our third episode of Leanne and Michelle Think They're Funny. Uh, Yeah, it's just Michelle. Leanne's not here. You want to know why? Because we forgot to record this part. (laughs) Sure did. We're still learning, friends. (laughs)
um we yeah just forgot to record this part so i'm having to pick it up in my house we're not in the i'm not in the nice uh during studio podcast suite today which um we are so grateful for sponsoring our podcast uh, but i also wanted to let you guys know that the reviews are starting to come in on itunes and it's making our hearts so happy we have five star reviews and Jill from MA so Jill from Massachusetts says thanks for the great new podcast I also love the tubular removal of the Thrive Mascara I can tell you are my people can't wait for more thank you Jill Um, we also have a one star review um, which I need to find you if someone wrote someone didn't write a review they just gave us one star without reasoning which is fine Um, but I would love to know why you only gave us one star and why you're a terrible person. So if you could let us know, that'd be awesome. Uh, And then Jenny Rizzo Collins, Jen Rizzo Collins says, so glad to have more Leanna Michelle in my life and podcast forum. It's such a great show already and the perfect light and fun content we all need right now. So that's what we want to provide, light and fun content for you. So thanks for listening, friends, and we will see you next time. You know what? I'm just going to come right out and say it. Listeners, we appreciate you so much. But is the feeling mutual? I feel like it is. I hope so. But you know what, guys? Prove it. Leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're going to be watching. And probably reading some of them right here on the show. See you next time, friends.